Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji. And man, we're we're right in the middle of quarantine. I'm coming at you straight from West Hollywood. Guess what? I think we have three more months of this. So we're going to be listening to a lot of podcasts is what I'm saying. Um, I hope everyone's doing great. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for rating, reviewing, and sharing the podcast with your friends. It means so much. So please keep doing that. Uh, guys, we're in for such a treat today. I am so excited for my guest. I mean, bottom line, I've been wanting to have her on the podcast for the past three years, and we're finally doing it. Uh, she is just going to blow your minds. She has such a journey and so many hot tips, especially for people that are running businesses from home. So I'm so, so excited for you guys to hear what we have in store for you. Uh, before I bring on my fabulous guest, I just want to say, Happy, happy birthday to Rob Montesinos. He's one of our uh, meatballs from day one. So I just wanted to say happy birthday. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, uh, without further ado, I have the co-founder and CEO of Plyo Jam. She is the founder of Be Woman Marketing. You've seen her on Pop Sugar Fitness, the James Corden Show, the Bra Network, and so many more. So meatballs, please welcome Stacey Beeman to what's your jersey hey girl hey how's it going (laughs) i'm good i'm sorry you just had to sit through all that that was like the most amazing intro i had this wild smile on my face the whole time (laughs) (laughs) amazing um you're in quarantine you're we're doing this remotely although i feel like i've seen you almost every day because we've been in constant like communication yes (laughs) That's a good thing, I think. I think it's interesting how I actually feel like I've been more in contact with you during social distancing. It's wild. Isn't that crazy? I was really, I was thinking about that today. Like, I feel like I've talked to more people in the past two months than I have in the past two years. It is very, that's so accurate. And I think it is going to be a statement on what is, things are to come. I, I, I really believe. No, it's, it's so crazy. Um, how was your day today? I, I hate it when everyone's like, how are you doing? Cause I feel um, like kind of annoyed. So how was today? <laughs> well, no, I appreciate that question. And with the caveat of today, because let's be honest, every day is different during the Rona coaster. I'm calling it the Rona coaster because I am on this ride. Um, oh I love that. <laughs> And I don't know what I'm going to wake up to. Is it going to be gloom? Is it going to be like, I can't possibly like breathe today. I'm so upset. Or is it feeling like I can conquer the world because I actually have a little bit of time. Today found me working in my panties and a t-shirt all day, um, which is frankly just kind of living my best life. Um, So yeah, not bad things. Not a bad thing at all. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Today was, uh, for me, it was so much work. I, um, which is good. I feel like there were a lot of things I've been kind of resisting or putting off. And Mm -hmm. I never normally set a timer while I'm at my desk and like 
plan out like an hour and then a break. And today I was just like, I am forcing myself to sit at my desk. I am writing a to-do list. I am putting a timer on. I'm going to take a break every hour. I'm going to refresh. And it actually, it it was so much more, I felt so much more productive. Oh, that's and- good. Give yourself a little organization and outline. Yeah, organization doesn't work with my brain. I'm a Gemini. I'm all over the place. I am the least type A person. That's why I am so excited to have you on today. <laughs> one of the things that Stacy's been doing, uh, and I on I'm so upset because I haven't been able to take the workshop yet. She's been doing this Canva, which is just this online app marketing tool, and you've been doing workshops. So I just wanted to know how that's been going, and if you could maybe give I call my listeners meatballs. So if you could give them meatballs, any tips? <laughs> I love that on- so much. <laughs> Yay. Any yeah. from your Canva workshop? Oh, yeah, definitely. So Canva is an online platform for creating, for graphic design, basically, creating any kind of graphics from social media templates to um, resumes to presentations to pitch decks. So that they're, you know, it's a really fantastic tool for even like the layman. You don't have to be like a graphic designer to use this tool. Um, but it is nice instead of having to just kind of like fool around with it yourself for hours to have someone just show you. And that's what I did. Um, I just decided to create this workshop and help people sort of take hours off of their learning curve. And really what my biggest takeaway when it comes to Canva especially if you are creating your own brand or you work for a brand or whatever it is, or just your own personal brand, you want to create an aesthetic that sort of represents you, right? And um, and have a little bit of a hope, cohesiveness and consistency so that people start to recognize you, whether it's not just your picture, but it's your color, it's your font, it's your everything, right? It's your whole vibe. And Canva is a great place to build that brand kit and then implement it in every graphic that you make. I've never thought of it that way, that it's not just about like your name. It's about colors. It's about font. It's about all of that. It is. And when you think about brands that you love or that you're attracted to, if you like take a moment to sort of do that exercise, you'll start to think about what it is that like attracts your eye, you know, anywhere from Target to the dry bar to, you know, let's say Tiffany's, the diamond company, you know, and, and there's certain colors and there's certain vibes about all of that marketing that, that brings you in. Oh my God. That's so true. <laughs> yes. it Yes. I mean, I see that yellow for dry bar and like, I get like corny. Like, it's I mean, I want to go in, but I can't. Oh my like, gosh. We can't get anything. <laughs> it's dry so bar. Sad. I miss it so much. <laughs> so much. And honestly, like, I feel like these are tips that aren't only helpful for, for people that are doing like online marketing or any sort of marketing. It's even helpful for your Instagram, your uh-huh. Facebook, like all of that, just as a regular person, if you're just like trying to, cause let's be honest, even your Instagram, even if like you're not into like marketing or any of that, it still represents you as a person. Oh, <laughs> you know? for sure. It's your digital resume for sure. Yeah. It's like, granted, it's a highlight reel for the most part. <laughs> um, not going to lie. What? <laughs> yeah. Like I've had friends like 
not friends that I'm like close with now, but like from the past who will be like, God, it looks like you're just killing it in LA and like life is so perfect. Like, why didn't you come to my wedding? And I'm like, bitch, I'm not going to post a picture. Well, actually now I probably would of like my car getting booted because I can't pay my tickets. Like it's a highlight reel. Jesus. Uh, the boot. <laughs> the right? boot. Yeah. That's the rite of passage. I mean, oh, you're from sure. here though, aren't you? I am. Yes. Born and raised. See, you were probably smart enough to never get your car booted um, <laughs> in your first two years of living in LA. I feel like for us transplants, not mm-hmm. the case. Um, I do have to say though, you got very open and honest on your social media. I think it was two nights ago mm-hmm. and it, it definitely like it calmed me down because I feel like I've been having a lot of anxiety and mm-hmm. you posted a picture and I'm going to read what the caption was. It's a picture of, I think it was your dinner and it's a majority of asparagus on a plate. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it says that, I read that asparagus can help with anxiety. My portion of asparagus is an exact representation of the gigantic panic attacks I've had the last three nights and have made me feel like I'm dying. Huge shout out to anyone else who suffers from panic disorder. It's hell and I feel you. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Stacy! thank you so much for being open and honest about this because I feel like especially now it's something we are all dealing with. Yeah, it's, it is, um, it is terrible. And Panic disorder is something that I have been dealing with for probably close to 10 years. So it's nothing new. Um, And, you know, through a lot of therapy and learning coping mechanisms and learning what works and what doesn't work and, and knowing triggers and things, I've really been able to keep it pretty much under control. But when there is a global pandemic, which, you know, leads to loss of income or lack of social that, you know, you rely on normally to sort of feel normal, that can totally stoke the fire. And um, for me, who even has a lot of years of practice of, of keeping this under control, it's still hard. So I know for other people who might just maybe don't normally um, suffer from panic, but you know, this is a time where even the situational panic will will start for people. And um, I just think it's important for people to know other people are dealing with it. I just, you know, we were just joking about the highlight reel and I get that. And honestly, if you look at my Instagram feed, it is kind of a highlight reel, but my stories are what's happening in that moment. And in that moment, I was being honest about having, you know, really intense panic attacks the last few nights. I mean, what do you do? Um, when you first feel it coming on, like, do you have anything that you know you can do to like calm yourself down now? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have several techniques that work for me and, um, it is an interesting thing because (laughs) I've become so in tune with it that I can actually tell which kind of panic attack it is. Sometimes panic, I know, I know it's wild, but like some panic attacks are like fast and furious and some are like rolling. Um, and so, but I think one of the biggest things I do is, um, first of all, I sit up laying down when you are in the middle of panic is a, not a good idea. Okay. Because it just feels like already you need to be grounded, put your feet on the ground, ground yourself to something because it, it just sort of helps a little bit. Um, and then personally for me, so many people have talked about deep breathing. That is not the thing that works for me. Um, 
it may work for other people, you know, breathing in, holding for four, breathing out, doing sort of figure eight breathing. That could work. For me, um, I start journaling right away. I start journaling everything that's going through my mind and I start being really logical with myself. So I'll be, I know it sounds a little crazy, but it's almost like I have my own therapy session in my journal. Like, Stacy, right now, these are the symptoms you're feeling. These are the side effects you're feeling. But you know logically that most panic attacks pass between two and four minutes. So for the next two or four minutes, you're going to write nonstop. Your pen's not going to leave the paper and you're going to keep talking about what you're feeling and why and how we can solve this. Oh my God. I love that. It really works. I also use a lot of oils, which I totally at first thought it was a big woo. And I was just kind of a little bit, I don't know, skeptical. I was like, oh my God, these oil girls. I know. Like, what kind of oils? Like a diffuser or just on your body? Yeah. So I've used both, but I have um, oils in like roll-ons, like the little roll-ons. You know how like you can get a perfume that's in a roll-on? You can keep it in your little purse or whatever. Um, I will put a little bit of fractionated coconut oil with um, and like a oil. Sometimes I don't really love lavender, but I use frankincense. I use um, peppermint, peppermint sort of opens the capillaries of your, you know, your lungs and it helps you breathe better. And yeah, I will just swipe that stuff all over my, my wrist, on my chest and breathe in really, really deeply the oils. Oh, you know, what's really interesting about lavender. Mm-hmm. I, um, I used to love lavender and I used to like spray it all over my sheets and in my room because, you know, it's supposed to like calm you down and help you sleep. And then one night before bed, my, the main squeeze was like, um, please stop spraying lavender in this room. It lowers testosterone. So please. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I mean, we're old farts to begin with. We don't need anything else working against us. (laughs) That is hilarious. You're like, okay, you threw it all out the window right away. Yeah. Fuck lavender. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe one of these others will work. Frankincense is really fabulous and so is peppermint, but um, yeah, just having that scent sort of open up your breathing, your your airways really helps. Um, and then I would like to recommend if anyone who is listening has very, very, very severe panic attacks to look up um, tapping for anxiety. And um, again, it sounds a little woo, but I cannot express enough how much it helps. And I, I can give like a quick overview, but you should look it up and watch like a YouTube video or something. But you basically tap the inside of your wrists. And you you tap 30 on each side, then 25 on each side, and then 20 on each side. And while it sounds a little nutty, if you're in a really difficult position, that will be something that will sort of bring you back down to, to ground. I'm like tapping right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can... <laughs> I actually I had a friend recommend tapping for like mm-hmm. monetary value, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, there, I'll send you the podcast. Not that, you know, it's just a different kind of tapping, but, Mm -hmm. um, she, I think had had, uh, a guru or something on her podcast and there's all sorts of tapping you can do to attract a monetary. And again, that sounds woo woo, but yeah, I've never heard of it. I'm into it. (laughs) I know. Right. I'm like, sign me up, especially right now. Totally. Totally. That's great. Have you noticed a correlation between like caffeine or alcohol or like anything like that? That Yeah. Like- mm-hmm. I've had to become like a solely a day drinker because 
Um, I really can't drink at night and then go to sleep because that will inevitably lead to some sort of wake up with anxiety or panic, unfortunately, which is just a shame. But you know what? I mean, at my old age, I actually prefer like a, you know, like a a noon Bevo (laughs) rather than a late night. So I'm good. (laughs) A little post plyo jam wine never hurt anyone. Not a single soul. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Maybe one, but whatever. Uh Um, no, I, it's sad because I've been, this is terrible, but like, I've been going and like getting in bed with like a glass of bed wine and like watching Netflix, but yet I wake up every morning and it's like half full. So basically I've wasted like a few glasses of wine every week. (laughs) That is a cardinal sin. Exactly. And so it's so annoying. Like I literally, I know there's one sitting in there right now because I got up and just started working today. And it's like, (laughs) that's not good. Don't do that. Definitely drink. Yeah, I love I love a day drinking situation because then it gives me time to like hydrate, come down and go to bed like like a granny, you know, Um, what's your favorite go to like day drinking quarantine cocktail? Oh, well, okay. So I'm really right now, you know, I go through flows, you know, right now I'm really into bubbles. So I love like a sparkling rosé. I love a Prosecco. Um, and then my cocktails are really boring and simple. I love tequila soda with lime. It's my fave. I mean, that's great. I actually so just bought a bottle of Casamigos Reposado. Just oh. to I know. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so good, doesn't it? I'm I love you- tequila. I it's my favorite too. I can't believe we've never drank tequila together. That makes I me know. sad. After Ugh. the sugar. done and done. After um, the cue. I well, I I have a list of people. I have a little game. Who would mm-hmm. you rather quarantine with? Um, so I I think for you, I'll call it. Who would you rather quarantine tequila with? <laughs> Um, <laughs> just to have a little fun before we get into all things you mm-hmm. and how you got to where you are. Okay. Um, okay. Who would you rather quarantine tequila with Kim Kardashian or Kris Jenner? Kris Jenner. <laughs> Me too. She seems like a blast. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Hers would be a vodka martini probably, but... <laughs> Still, she could teach me to take over the world. She's such a businesswoman. Oh my God, you're the Chris Jenner of Plyo Jam. <laughs> it's all good. This is true. No, I wonder because I even posted on Twitter a few days ago. I said, at this point, I'm just bored with alcohol. Like, wine is water. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder if Chris Jenner is like just sober or just steadily buzzed through quarantine. <laughs> No, she may have moved on to a little combo situation, you know? <laughs> right? Like, I want to know what her daily routine has been. Like, that fascinates me. I know. Like, I agree. Is she still, like, a boss bitch and just, like, killing it? Or is she taking some time to, like, chill the fuck out? Well, you know, this is, like, on a completely different level. But are you familiar with David Dobrik? No. Okay. David Dobrik um, is, he's a YouTuber and he's won like a bajillion people's choice or kids choice awards. And he's probably, his age is probably 23 or something. Uh And so he's a big vlogger and he has this thing called the vlog squad. And it's like him and all his buddies. And they, you know, he used to post, I think three videos a week. 
and like with which entailed like a ton of filming and a ton of editing and it was honestly like a schedule that people were saying like we don't know how he does it you know yeah and so I guess during and he would for years like I would listen he also has a podcast and it's called views um and he would talk about on his podcast like I don't know I just I have to do it like I don't know what I would be doing otherwise when people would tell him like he needs to slow down and yeah. so interestingly during quarantine they've they haven't been filming because they've all been sort of quarantined apart from each other and I really respect that he's just kept that because he is a huge like he's a huge influence on young people um and it's interesting though because he said he's just gone from being on the go 24 7 barely sleeping to now he just plays video games all day long <laughs> oh just, my god yeah and it's like how is he gonna go back you know what I mean yeah, I feel like there's a whole new normal and like a whole new way of like training our brains now. Like I do, I, I agree. I don't it, feel conditioned for the real world. <laughs> no. I was I mean, now our stay-at-home order is extended through July, but like oh. May fifteenth was supposed to be the the day. And I was I like know. Ooh, what's this this is gonna be weird. I know. I no. know. It's interesting though, because I was actually, I was listening, I didn't mention this before. Stacy also has her own podcast called The F Word. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a great podcast. You guys can go to iTunes and listen to it. Um, and you, I forget your co host's name Carrie Murray. Carrie Murray, you guys, you were talking about like everyone's giving all these free classes and like doing all these free things. And it was interesting because I've been doing a lot of like free IG live classes. Mm-hmm. And I, I said on my class on Tuesday, I said, Hey guys, I'm thinking of maybe only doing like two a week because I don't know. It's starting. I feel like I haven't, to be honest, gotten the time to just like unplug. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You've been really consistent with those classes and that has, I've been so impressed with you, but I also can understand that that's like, that's a lot to give without knowing if you're going to get payment, you know? And, yeah. um, and you're absolutely right without getting the chance to sort of just process and unplug for a little bit. Yeah. Like I don't want to go through this whole quarantine and feel like I didn't, you know, take advantage of like taking care of myself like mentally yeah and physically but on the flip side I got messages being like no please don't take away the Thursday class and you know this is something that I look forward to like I wish we could do more and then for (sighs) me it's so hard because it's also like if you guys haven't tried plyo jam which I'm sure most of the meatballs listening have because I talk about it every single week um (laughs) I love that you're like we get it um (laughs) but I for me it's the best cardio workout I don't sweat harder in any other thing I do than plyo jam Mm -hmm. and to um, I mean, I guess that's the best benefit of teaching all the classes and stuff. Yeah, you're keeping yourself in shape. I mean, that is one really amazing thing. And I sort of almost wish I had done what you did. I almost wish I had started right from the moment we kind of closed shop. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish I had just started a regular schedule on IG or Zoom or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was scrambling to 
work on the business side of Plyo Jam because I'm I'm not only an instructor but obviously run the company. So I was more focused on that, and I let a lot of weeks go by. And now, Jacqueline, it is like misery trying to get back into teaching. Oh my god, no! <laughs> like I can't breathe. Well, it's also it's not just teaching. It's so funny because I have a, a comedian friend, Stacia Poswell. She's been teaching a Zoom class every single day of the week. 12 p.m. Oh my gosh. Every day. And today she posted, and she's been doing it like since maybe week two of quarantine. And she posted today, hey guys, I'm sorry. I'm, I have to cancel all the classes this week. I need to just self care. And I have some issues that like I just need to mentally take care of. Yeah. You know, and I, I like commented on that and I said, I was like, oh my God, I feel the same way. And she's like, who knew teaching a laptop how to work out? <laughs> He's so taxing. It's so taxing because you don't have the energy of the room. And so it is so much harder. I don't, I mean, teaching in front of a computer or a a phone has been so much harder for me than teaching in a room. Oh my God. So much harder. It's also like, you're also a producer now. (laughs) With like sound. I know. I'm like, where's my audio crew? I don't, what's happening? so much people get like so mad I'm like calm down oh lord we're doing the best we can come on it's a lot so it's a lot you know what do what you need to do I under there will always be people who are like please don't I I faced that actually months a couple months before we even any of this happened I wanted to go down to just teaching one class a week for a little while mm-hmm. um, because I was also doing some on- the online classes and I was doing some other stuff and I just like I just was kind of over it like I've been I've been teaching for four and a half years you know and I was like I just want to teach Saturdays it's my biggest class it's my biggest money maker you know and um oh boy did I get some backlash on that but I think Ooh. in the end they understood it you know totally. All right. Yeah. Who would you rather quarantine tequila with? Beyonce or Cardi B? Oh my God. <laughs> that is so hard. Sophie's choice. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to have to say Beyonce. I don't think I could take Cardi B's level of energy 24-7. I just couldn't. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. You know, it's, I don't know. That's a really tough one. It's so hard because she's so entertaining. It's so hard. I feel like a week ago I would have chosen Cardi B because she's like so funny and could probably teach me how to like work a stripper pole like no other. Yes. But I just saw Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mom, talk about how amazing of a cook Beyonce is and that she's been through quarantine and that pulled me right there. (laughs) Yeah, I would not argue with that. I don't know. Also, I feel like I might get stabbed by Cardi B's nails. So I just, I don't know. That feels like a dangerous thing, like a risk I'm not willing to take. (laughs) No, no, thank you. Um, Okay. Richard Simmons or Billy Blanks? Come on. Okay. Obviously, Richard Simmons, 1000%. No offense to Billy, who I've actually met, but I have. I've met him a couple times. He's been at a couple fitness expos that we've been at. Lovely guy, great workout, but come on, Richard Simmons. Come on. There's no way you'd be in a bad mood during quarantine. Like, you'd just be so happy. I know. He's so good. So funny. Um, 
Yeah, I would pick Billy Blanks because I was so obsessed with him when I was little. I would sit up late at night and watch all of his infomercials and beg my mom to get me the Tybo videos, and she never did. Are you um, serious? Oh, my gosh. Because I was, like, way too young. It was like, stop it. It was weird. <laughs> I'm not right. Um, Wait, okay. does he occasionally still teach in the Valley? You should go take his yeah. class. I know. I just figured that out because there's a whole, like he has an Instagram and like a whole like live, like app dance community thing. So I definitely have to check into that. Like I didn't yeah. realize it. Um, okay. Uh, two more and then okay. we're going to move on. Okay. Um, Kelly Clarkson or Ellen DeGeneres? <sighs> Oh my God. I know. It's really tough. Okay. I want to just, I'm going to let you know, and this is like my thing on my podcast as well. When we play like, would you rather's or whatever, I am the worst. I'm so analytical. So I can't just give a straight freaking forward answer. I always have to have some caveat, but like, so I'm sitting here with Kelly Clarkson's voice is one of my favorite voice in all time of all artists forever and ever. I love her voice. I find her personality from what I've seen, a little bit annoying. One hundred percent agreed. Yeah, but I've also heard E G. Yeah, E G is a little bit of a biatch. So yeah. I don't know, man. That's a very tough one. I'm but- drawn to bitches and assholes, and if she could give me any stand-up advice, I would take it. So I feel like true. Ellen. Ellen would be my go-to for this one. Yeah, that's that's a toughie. I I, I think I'm going to go with Kelly, but um, I'm going to just say with with the with the disclaimer that I wouldn't really prefer either. <laughs> You're like, um, I pass on that. Pass hard pass on both of you. <laughs> yep, hard pass. Um, okay, uh, Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds? Gosling, definitely Gosling. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> I want him to make me one of those drinks he makes in Crazy Stupid Love with the orange peel. Oh, God. Is that Mm. fast? I don't know. Okay. And last but not least, Lady Gaga or Britney Spears? Oh, Lady. The Lady. (laughs) (laughs) The Lady. Although Britney is... I mean, but you know what? I don't want to quarantine with Britney because I honestly, I just want to watch her Instagram all day. (laughs) Exactly. And she might burn your house down. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you know who Adam Rapon is? The guy, the, the ice skater? No. Okay. So much. Oh yeah. I got to tell you. Okay. So Adam Rapon is an ice skater and um, he was in the Olympics. I think the last winter Olympics, he's so fabulous. He's so funny. And he, um, you've got to go to his Instagram because he does these IGTV like little skits and yeah. he did a <laughs> He did a press conference about Britney Spears burning down her gym. Stop. It is. So it is everything. You have to go watch it later. I'm going to watch it. And report back. Now I'm going to take your Adam Rapon and raise you a Benny drama. Oh my God. Benny drama is so good. I mean, this is not a sponsored post, guys, because I feel like I also talk about him almost every podcast. He... (laughs) He just posted, it's very good, a Britney video of <gasps> like basically everything she's been doing in quarantine. And it's very funny too. Oh, I have to watch. I have to watch him. That is, I love his horoscope ones. Oh, uh, what's your, what's your sign? I'm a Leo. Oh God. Well, yes. I have Leo rising and my moon is oh. in Leo. And I'm a Gemini. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> um, 
wait, you're a Leo. Of course you run Plyogem. <laughs> but I am cusp Virgo. So that's where all that organization comes in. Oh my God. I love it. You were yeah. run everything. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of being born to run everything, yes. what's your Jersey is about where you're from and how you got to where you are. So girl, tell the meatballs where you're from. Okay. Well, I am born and raised in California. I started in Manhattan beach, ended up um, in like the thousand Oaks area, Westlake village, which is for people who aren't from California, it's really close to Calabasas where the Kardashians live. So that's why I say that because that's where most people know. <laughs> Kardashian country. Yeah, exactly. So um, I started out in Manhattan Beach when I moved here. Actually. You're kidding me. Oh, it's so yeah. beautiful there. I love it there. Yeah, it was like too um, pleasant village for me. Oh, way, way too for you know for especially you're young and you know, but um, yeah. So I grew up in this area. I went to USC. So I'm a total LA person, and um, and lived in LA and was I graduated with a degree like in business. So I kind of always had this idea that I wanted to be in business and marketing. But, you know, when you're like 21, like what the hell do you know? You just don't know anything. So I ended up um, working a couple random jobs. And then I got into education because that's what my family was. My mom and dad, my dad was a principal, my mom a teacher. So I actually was an educator. I was a teacher for nine years. And um, like what age group? I taught sixth grade, fifth grade and third grade. Oh, wow. Yeah. Over the course of nine years. And I would just like to say that while I don't find teaching a very glamorous job, it is certainly a job that prepares you for a lot. Because if you want to talk about multitasking with 35 kids in a room, that is the definition of multitasking. So, um, But the last couple years of my teaching career, I had this voice. And I bet you as a performer can totally relate to this. I had this like inner just voice that would not shut up. And it just kept saying, you are meant for something more. Like you have a bigger message and you want to reach more people. And specifically you want to reach women and you want to help women. And this is not where your talents lie. Like you're a good teacher, but like there's something bigger out there. And so, um, I didn't know what that was going to be, but I put in my leave of absence because I thought, you know what, I got to go find it. And if I just stay here teaching, I'm not going to find it. And so, um, I put in a leave of absence. I had saved a bunch of money and I decided to go travel the world for like a year. And um, that was probably when I was 35, I'd say. So yeah, I was teaching from like 20, 25 to 35. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was a total like public school teacher for that whole time. And then I was just like, this is, I can't do this. This is, I'm something else is in me. Um, I, I decide that I'm going to go to Europe for about a year. Um, and you in Europe t- for a year, well, I ended up being there about seven months, but oh yes. my God. yeah, I just went by myself. <laughs> what? That's so cool. Wait, yeah. live? I didn't know any of this. Yes. Um, well, let's see during that time. I think I went to like nine countries and 17 cities or something like that. But the majority of the time I spent in Madrid, Spain. I knew you were going to say that. You did? Have you ta- heard me talk about Madrid before, you probably? Yeah. I forget when you mentioned Spain. Maybe it, I forget what, what it was we were doing. And I was like, mm. oh, because that was when I went on tour overseas, Spain was definitely, Sevilla was my favorite part. We didn't, unfortunately, mm. go to Madrid. And I remember being like, oh, yeah, I want to ask her about that. Yeah. I love Sevilla. I, I went there for a couple of days. It's gorgeous. 
Um, yeah. So basically like I, I stopped my school year, you know, a school year ends in June and I was slated to like leave for Europe in August. So I had about eight weeks between the time I left, I finished my school year and I was off to do my huge eat, pray, love. During that time I met Jason Layden and, um, I had been sort of like friendly with Jason's partner, Gerard. Mm -hmm. And, it was kind of random. Gerard invited me to Jason's birthday party in June. I had just gotten out of school and I thought it was a little bit of a random invite because I didn't know Gerard that well. And I really didn't know Jason that well. I had met Jason like once before at a party, but it was very brief. And for the meatballs who don't know who Jason is, Jason is the other co-founder of Plyo Jam. He's been on the podcast before, but yes, go on. Yes. Yeah. So I go to this birth and, and to be honest, it feels, everything feels so serendipitous when I think back to the story, because I remember being on my period and being crampy and not wanting to go to this birthday party. But mm-hmm. I also remember thinking, you know what, Stacey, this is the beginning of a new journey for you with like, you're about to go to Europe. Like, let's start saying yes to things that you were not saying yes before. Yes. I Uh, love that. Right. (laughs) So I go to this birthday party and Jason and I, it was like mad, like magnets. You know what I mean? Like there was a bunch of people there and he and I just were like magnetic in the corner, like just chit chatting and gabbing all night long. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I don't know, like Sarah, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like a symbiotic feeling between us and um, again, at this time, at this point, I hadn't even heard the words Plyo Jam. I just met him and he, I, you know, he's, he, then he became fascinated. Oh my God, you quit your teaching job. You're going to go travel Europe. What, what, what's happening here? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I just have this calling. And, um, he's like, well, what are you going to do all summer until you leave? And I said, I've got to get in shape. I really, I'm, I, I'm really out of shape. I'm really kind of unhealthy. I've had a not the greatest last five years. I went through a divorce and, um, I, I gotta get myself in shape. And he's like, well, do you like dancing? And then that, you know, one thing led to another, he invited me to his dance class, to his dance class, which was Plyo Jam, which he was just teaching in one small studio in Santa Monica. And, um, I walked in and, oh, by the way, I would just want to like forever praise and thank and give gratitude to Jason because he was persistent. Remember I told you I had cramps going to this birthday party. He wanted me to come very next morning to his class. I'm like, I'm not going to feel good, you know? And, um, he wouldn't let it go like all night. He's like, you're coming tomorrow. I like drove away from the party that night, get a text, see you in the morning, the next Ah. morning. Are you on your way? Like, you know, those kind of people. (laughs) Oh my God. We need that in our world. (laughs) We do. We do. We so need that. And I will be forever thankful because I was just like, Jesus, this guy's unreal. You know, he's relentless. So I'm like, I guess I'll go. And, Mm -hmm. um, I walked into that class so overweight, so Mm -hmm. out of shape, so unhealthy and I was like scared to death. I mean, Jacqueline, I didn't even have really like real workout clothes. Like I had these dorky capris that like flared. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Enough said. Um, and I just stood in the back and the rest was history. I just said, this is the thing. That is the thing that needs to go big. It needs to be bigger than Jason. It's going to save my life. It's going to be the thing. So for the next eight weeks until I left for Europe, I proceeded to take 40 classes in eight weeks. I think I lost like 28 pounds. Um, And yeah, and we just started during that summer, 
we would like, I would go take his class and then we would go to coffee or something afterwards. And we would just start putting together business plans for how we were going to build it into a program where we actually like taught other teachers and all of the things that you know it today. So I just want to know, because I know a lot of people would have ideas for like a class that they go to, like, how did all of that come to be where like, you were like, I want to work with you on this? Like, did you just happen to like, make it happen organically? Or like, how do you make something like that happen? (laughs) I know that is that isn't that is the million dollar question, because it was very organic. So Jason did already have the name Plyo Jam. And I think he had just worked with someone to create a logo. Mm -hmm. And that was about as far as he had gotten. So he did have it in his mind's eye that he wanted to create a new dance fitness brand. Because I don't know if you knew this, but Jason was originally a Zumba teacher. And he like, yeah, so he, you know, he wanted to like, he wanted to go in a different direction with a little more intensity and, and hip hop and all of that. So he had that idea, but I think the, the, what was so kind of symbiotic about our relationship is Jason had this idea, but implementation isn't his strong suit. So I came in with my Leo slash Virgo and I was like, this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. And Mm -hmm. so, um, it just became really easy. And, and then, you know, it was interesting because when August came along for me to leave, it was hard for me to leave because all of a sudden I had found this thing that I loved and I was so passionate about. And I'm like, well, shit, now I have to leave it. But I had planned this eat, pray, love, and I couldn't, I couldn't not fulfill that. And so I left and, um, off I went for seven and a half months but Jason and I would FaceTime and we would still talk about our ideas and we would still even choreograph songs together over Skype at the time we were using Skype. And, um, and to keep up my fitness, I would take Zumba classes because obviously Flyodium wouldn't, wasn't available. So I would take Zumba classes. You know, I, I would be in the South of France and I'd find a Zumba class. I would be in Barcelona. I'd find a Zumba class. Oh my God, that's so fabulous. <laughs> I would train. I was literally training my way from like Marseille to Monaco. I mean, it was, it was truly, it was truly a miracle. It was the most wonderful thing. Um, and then when I came back, you know, it was probably like around April now. Um, and I had to make the decision. Okay. Like as I didn't quit teaching, I had taken a leave of absence yeah. and it was basically like, do I go back to teaching or do I? try to pursue this dream with Jason of building this business. And that's when it kind of, we had to have a real conversation about like, listen, Jace, if I'm going to give up my teaching career, which mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I got a master's in education. I had a teaching credential. I had all the things. Um, I'm going to have to have a stake in this biz, not just like helping you for a couple hundred dollars here. <laughs> You know, yeah, and that's when he said, "Well, I'm going to give you more than a stake. I want to make you an equal partner." And I was like, "Bam, let's do this." <laughs> and I think all of that comes from you just saying yes to life and listening to that inner voice and just going for it, which is something that's so scary. But I feel like right now, especially because. There's such like a shift in everything we're doing. If you're listening and you have that, I feel like you just have to pursue what is coming naturally to you and what's speaking to you. Yeah. 
I think so. So, and I get, I, I know all of the other sides of it, all of the fear of I'm going to fail. How am I going to pay my bills? What am I doing? What are my parents going to think? You know, like all of those thoughts, you know, um, and I get that, but I, I think that, um, nothing could be worse than not trying. Yeah. Do you recommend having kind of like some money saved before you take a leap like that? Yeah, I would say so. Or having a different, and you know, whatever your alternative backup plan is. So whether you can save some money, whether you can move home for a little while, whether, you know, you're ready to move in with a boyfriend that who can maybe like take care of some of the rent while you do what you're doing or, or vice versa or moving in with a girlfriend. Um, yeah, I do. Like, I, I like to be really honest about that and say that I own a home. Um, I'm really lucky. I bought a home when I was 30 and, um, when at 35 and a half, 36 years old, I think I was decided to give up teaching to pursue building a business. I decided to rent my home out and I moved home with my parents. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I mean, I just didn't, what I didn't want to do was put myself in horrible debt in order to do this. Cause I think that in order to really thrive, to build a business, you can't have, I don't, I didn't want all that stress because then I didn't feel like my creative and my, my passion would be able to thrive as much because I'd be so stressed. So, you know, I do think there's going to be like the sacrifices you need to make or, um, kind of the backup plan or the side hustle to make the money for sure. I think that's so important because you're not white knuckling the business like and you're not making bad decisions because you're desperate. Right. Oh, that's amazing. I want to know what kept you positive because you had gone through like you moved back in with your parents, you went through a divorce, mm-hmm. you were trying to like kind of shed weight, you were doing all these things. Were there setbacks? Like what kept you mentally positive and on track even through all of this? Because I know I go every day, things change for me and (laughs) it's a lot. Yeah. You know what? I think that one, um, and I don't mean this in any kind of cocky or conceited way, but I think one of my strongest points is that I have a a sort of unending resiliency. So, um, I don't really have like a whole bad day. I will definitely have bad hours where I feel really hopeless and like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like, what am I doing? But it just, it just doesn't last. And I don't know if that's come from past pain. Maybe it's because I have experienced pain and loss and hurt that not much can touch me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I'm, I'm resistant to anything, but I just think that I have the perspective of it's not going to keep me down long because there's just so much good. There's so many good, exciting things out there that I don't know. I just bounce back quick. That's so inspiring. I, um, I was watching the Jersey shore, um, in line with the podcast. Um, and (laughs) the situation was talking about, they, they were showing him and his wife moving from their apartment where they went through him going to jail and tax problems and like all these things to, I guess they have a new house, which I'm, we haven't gotten to that episode yet, but I'm very curious as to how they got a new house. Um, (laughs) But the quote that he said that resonated with me, and I don't know if he came up with this quote, and it's very simple, but especially for now, it was tough times don't last, but tough people do. Mm-hmm. And I and feel it's like, true. I, right? Like, 
this too shall pass is something my mom says all the time. And I get so mad because I'm like, God, oh my God, my mom says that too. I think that's like a rite of passage for mom. <laughs> I don't know. All oh my gosh, time, guys. It's true. We did a special Zoom class for, it was the day before Mother's Day and Stacy's mom was in the class and oh my goodness, she <laughs> killed it. She, oh, what a shining star. I mean, <laughs> it was so pie. <laughs> she was amazing. She must be so proud of you. She is. They are all pretty uh, amazed and excited and proud, especially my mom. And sometimes she'll say, what is it like? What is that like to get those emails? And what is it like? You know, and I'll be like, I don't really know. Sometimes I can't even believe it. Well, yeah, you're such an inspiration. I mean, not to mention, like, you guys were just featured on the James Corden show. Like, tell the meatballs how that even came about and where they can find um, clips for that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, several years ago, uh, James Corden's wife was taking Plyo Jam, and um, I happened to be there with – it was Jason's class. I happened to be there as well. She walks up to us after class and says, I love this class so much. I, and it was in an English accent, of course. Um, and I know my husband would love it, but he, he's a host and he just doesn't have regular hours. Do you guys ever do privates? Now, by the way, at this time, this was a few years ago, we had no idea who she was even, I, we had no idea who, you know? And so we're like, yeah, we totally do privates. And she's like, okay, great. And we, we set it all up through her again. I don't think we were even, like in the mindset to say, now who's your husband? <laughs> you know, or, yeah. or it's kind of awkward also to say that, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, so we we started doing privates with James Corden and his wife. And it was just so much fun. Oh my God. First of all, they are so cute together. Just so lovey-dovey adorable. And um, we've been working with him on and off for about three and a half years. And um, recently he called our not he, one of the producers called us and said, um, James had this idea for a carpool karaoke coming up. He's having um, the band BTS on. And, um, you know, BTS is a Korean K-pop band and really incredible, incredible dancers, like some of the most insane dancers there are. So his idea for the like the sketch was to say, like, well, well, I dance too, and I'd like to show you my dance class. And so the whole idea behind that was that James was going to introduce the boys of BTS to his favorite dance class, which is Plyo Jam. It was so cool. And the guys were so much like the BTS. I didn't, I didn't know much about them or whatever, but I found them so likable. I know. Me too. Right. Like they were funny and like playful and no I loved it they were awesome I'm a fan now I don't ask me one song they sing um <laughs> it's such a fan uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. so if y'all look on um James Corden the or on the YouTube channel for the Late Late Show and find the Carpool Karaoke with BTS which I believe if I'm not mistaken is is one of their highest viewed Carpool Karaoke's to date which yeah. is incredible and if you like, I mean, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, if you scrub forward to like minute, I think like 16 or 12, I don't even know, you'll see them come in and crash the dance class. Um, you were also recently just featured on Pop Sugar's live Instagram. And 
I feel like that's such a huge platform and I wanted you to definitely like pimp yourself out and tell everyone about your pop sugar (laughs) experiences because you've done workouts with them and I want to know how it affected everything that you've been trying to create. Yes. Thank you so much for asking me about that because it's probably one of the most meaningful things I've ever done in my life. Um, so pop sugar is a a fitness platform. They've got a YouTube channel. I think they've got like 4 million subscribers or something. Um, and they had reached out to me and said, we'd like to feature plyo jam. Now, Jason had done a pop sugar workout a couple, like several years ago on there. Um, so when they asked again, I just kind of figured they'd want Jason and I said, okay, like I'll see what Jason's availability is. And they were like, no, 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 we'd like you to do it. Oh my gosh. Okay. And not going to lie at first, I felt really nervous about it because, um, I don't think that pop sugar has ever featured a full figure trainer on their platform before. And, um, while I believe that is like really necessary to show body diversity in the fitness world, um, I still knew that their audience was used to a certain type and I just didn't know how that would be received. And, um, but I just decided that, you know what, like if, if 99 hate it, but one feels moved and one feels changed, then that's worth it to me. Um, so I went ahead and did it and it released and, um, it has just been so it's been received with such love and open arms and the people that have written me and, and Jacqueline, when I tell you hundreds, if not thousands of people have written me. Um, just telling me that they cried tears of relief to see someone like me on their screen, that they felt that they were worth doing a workout because they, they didn't feel like they could never measure up. Um, and it was just the most beautiful thing in the world. And we just surpassed, um, a million views on the, on the video and, yeah, it was just incredible. And, and certainly there were some haters and some trolls and some people that told me I should never co- um, see the light of day again because of the way I look. I mean, um, I know. I mean, I on. literally <laughs> just had a troll and it's so awkward. I don't know if this has happened to you when it's an Instagram live, like you can't delete the comment <gasps> and everyone's watching it. And I had a troll like in the middle of my workout. <laughs> Be like, imagine what it's like being a 50 year old, not funny Zumba instructor. Like, it's just. Oh my God, what? Yeah, it was like one of those things where I just had to be like, all right, guys, um, positive comments only. And like, oh but my God. It stuck with me. Like, oh. So I. Know. I- only imagine just because there's just mean people out there. It's just just so gross, you know, and I just always feel like being like, who hurt you? You must be so hurt. Exactly. Um, But it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, you know? So yeah. uh, Yeah. So like it just was, it was really well received. And then because of the way that workout went um, during this time of, you know, us all being quarantined, they asked me again, Hey, would you be willing to do something on our IG live? Which was even more nerve wracking because as you know, when you're doing it live, I mean, like, it's not like we can be like, cut, oopsie, like my, you know, my, my, my ponytail came out or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) None of that. (laughs) Nope. None of that. Not to mention, um, the only downside to working with pop sugar is that we can't use any of our music. 
So yeah. I've had to re-choreograph all new stuff to new music that I don't really know very well. <laughs> so I would always be like a little blank in the eyes every once in a while. Oh yeah. That happened to me once when I was teaching the, um, I guess something was going on where my like phone wasn't connecting and I had to use the iPad that was like at the studio. So I basically just had to do routines to like whatever songs they had on here. Oh no. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, you're like fine for most of it, but then like your brain like short twitches. Like <laughs> for sure. Sometimes. And it's so awkward. Um that's so funny. I um I actually wanted to know if you had any recommendations for people song wise, if they're trying to get motivated for a workout, like do you have any favorite like go-tos that are like inspirational or just make you want to like lose your shit and work harder like anything you love yeah well pretty much everything on our entire plyo jam playlist is is that because if 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 there's anything that like moves me like that i will try to choreograph it like i love boss bitch right now by doja cat i absolutely love physical by dua lipa um new one of Oh my god! <laughs> I love all get of it, these. It. Um, I totally love. This is an old school song. Well, not that old school, but like a few years ago. Do you know the song "Hold My Hand" by Jess Glynn? No. Oh, it's just such a good feel good. I love that song. And um, one of the newest songs coming out in the Plyo Jam repertoire is "Kitty Girl" by RuPaul. That I'm I'm just dying for. I can't wait to learn that one. Yeah, it's really cute. Oh, amazing. And there's a line in there, Jacqueline, that says, get your twirl. And I want a shirt that says, get your twirl. Oh, we can make that happen. Okay. Let's, make it happen. <laughs> let's be twins. And you also, I mean, I'm down. Um, <laughs> also, we're just honored at the Bra Networks. It was the Woman on the Rise luncheon. I feel like that was one of the last things we did or you did before it, quarantine went into place. Oh, it's, it's, you're absolutely right. That was the very last thing. That's the last time that like my friends and I all gathered and I, you know, it was March 12th. And I remember we were even kind of considering if we should have that event. Um, but the founder of Bra Network, which is Carrie Murray, who is also my podcast host, co-host um, for F Word, um, she just decided to go for it. And that was the last thing we did before. That's so crazy. The reason why I couldn't come to that, that was the last Plyo Jam class I taught. And it was the same exact time as the luncheon. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was on a Thursday. You're was, right. Exactly. It was a Thursday and it was raining and... I remember because I taught on the Tuesday and the Tuesday class was packed, like all the regulars. And we show up in the pouring rain, which I definitely was thinking about you. I was like, oh my God, she has this like beautiful luncheon and it's pouring rain, which (laughs) is if you're in LA, if it's raining, it's like a level up of rain. Like it's so different because we're not used to that shit. Um, No, we are not used to it. There was like two people in my class that day. And I was like, I feel like something's about to really go down. Like weird. Oh, how eerie. It was so eerie. And that was the last day that I did anything. Yeah. Same, same here. We, we did the luncheon and it was a beautiful luncheon. I'm part of this um, organization called the Bra Network. Business Relationship Alliance is what Bra stands for. And we lift and support. It's basically for female entrepreneurs and it's, it's incredible. And um, she does every year a luncheon called Women on the Rise, and she honor or three women are honored. And the category that the the and the network votes for people basically. And I was um, nominated and voted for as the empowerment leader of 2019, which was 
a beautiful honor. And I think it had a lot to do with that pop sugar video. And I think the impact that it made on so many. Oh my gosh. I'm so yeah. happy. That is so Thanks. cool. I love it. It was really special. Um, so you have a special thing coming up that you and Jason are doing now. Is it a live living room? What is it for play? Oh, yeah. So what we're trying to do basically is, you know, as with any business, we're always trying to think about how we can make our membership more valuable, more um, enticing and keep people, you know, retain people. Yeah. Um, and so, and with the way that things are going in the fitness world, people are all of a sudden getting used to that live experience. And up until this point, as you know, we pre-record our workouts and release them on Monday and, mm-hmm. you know, lots of da. And by the way, I know you said you've told your meatballs this, but if if there's any new listeners, because I have a feeling some of my people will listen to this, Jacqueline is one of our instructors and she is so fire, you guys. She is so (laughs) incredible. Every time I watch you, every time I see you filmed, I am just blown away by your strength, your cardio. And I, I, and you always kind of like go like, really? And I'm like, yes, you're incredible. So I just love you. I think you're so, so amazing. And I did want to let you know also that I actually got an email from one of our members today being like, um, why aren't there more Jacqueline Marfugi, Marfugi, um, workouts. I'm like, well, <laughs> she, she, she joined us later. Like, you know, cause most of them are Jason. Cause for almost 16 months, it was only Jason filming. And then we brought in you and Melissa and myself and that. And so that's why the numbers are a little off balance still. So, oh, but it was really sweet. Oh my God. That just made yeah. Oh yeah. She loved you. She loves you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so but so we're like, okay, so we don't want to, we're obviously not going to switch up that we like the idea of releasing new content on Monday. And then, of course, they still have access to our archives. But we thought, you know what, let's give it a whirl. And let's start live living room sessions where um, they can get me and Jason for just like a 35 minute class um, for a very small fee. I mean, we're talking like three bucks for members. It's really cheap. It's just like, it's just a little add on, you know? Yeah. And we're, we're not sure when we're going to do them. See, the thing is about the Plyo Jam online membership is, and you've seen this, it's incredibly global. We have people from Australia to New Zealand, to Tokyo, to Singapore, to Slovenia. I mean, it's insanely global. So, you know, we can't really find a time zone that's going like a time that's going to work for all time zones. So our first one is going to be this Sunday at 9am. But I think the next time we do it, we'll probably do it where it's going to serve like Australia and the Asian countries. I mean, the only advice just because I have, there's a woman, Sarah Green, who she literally commented today, she's in the UK. And she was like, Oh my god, I'm so happy you keep the IG things up for 24 hours. Because like, yeah, she did the workouts later. So that's yes. the only advice I can give for people I think that are overseas or in a different time zone. Yeah, I think we will will because we're going to do this via zoom. And we're going to oh. Yeah, but we can still record them and leave them up. And we might just leave them up for 24 hours. Um, but what we really want to give people that experience is of like us being able to be like, hi, Susie. And like, Hey, like everyone jump in the chat and request a song and we're going to take the first one we see. So, you know, it's like, it loses that a little bit when they're, we're having, when they're watching the playback. Oh my God. I I mean, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And like response, gratification, all of that stuff. Totally. Um, 
So you made it to the Just Enough with Jacqueline sports segment, <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> where we learn just enough sports to talk sports with anyone for the week. Um, well, guess what? There's no sports going on. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so the biggest headline in sports today was the L.A. Rams, which is so fitting because your jersey, in quotes, is Los Angeles. Um, that's where you're from. True. Well, Manhattan Beach, but still. Um, the LA Rams released pics of their new jerseys, which I'll post for you guys to see, or you can just Google the LA Rams new jerseys. And I wanted to know, I sent it to you in an email, but I don't know if you've seen them. Oh, yes, I saw it. Um, I and I just know. have to like embarrassingly admit that I have no idea what the difference is because I don't know what they look like before. <laughs> Oh my god, you're so cute! I love it. JP is obviously wait. Who do you care about football at all, or no? You know what? So I I like college football. I went to USC. I'm a big USC Trojans fan. And then to be honest, if I had to like talk about a a, an NFL team that I usually follow, it's New Orleans Saints. Oh yes, I love that. Why do you follow the Saints? Oh, because my mom and her whole side of the family is from New Orleans. What? I didn't know that. Yes. I've spent many, many months in New Orleans. It's oh the best gosh. city. It's so crazy and fun. Oh my, I, we go there almost every year. That makes you me so Yeah, no. I Everyone that has listened before knows this, but I started out over, probably over 10 years ago, doing Habitat for Humanity there after Katrina. We would go once a year, I would go with Credit Suisse and like rebuild houses and work with a different school and do all that stuff. And then... My boyfriend, he worked on Adam Devine's house party when they were shooting in New Orleans. So he lived there for like two months. So we both just have this like love for the city. And now we started going there and we couldn't go this year. And and it makes me so sad because it would have been like right before, because we always go for Valentine's Day. It would have been right before like all this quarantine stuff happened. And now we don't even know when we're going to be able to go back there. So Yeah, no, it's I love New Orleans so Oh, much. that's so cool that we have that in common, that New Orleans love. I didn't even know that. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I have tons what? of cousins that live there and stuff. What? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we need to do a Playo Jam, like, New Orleans pop-up. Oh, for sure. We could totally, like, at least pay for our, you know, flights there. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, I, have you ever been to a Saints game? Yes, I have. Yeah. Well, I've never been to a Saints game. I, I that's one of my goals in life. It's a bucket eventually. list. Oh my that's god, it's so good, so good. That's, okay, so I love it. You're off the hook. You you like one football team, just not the <laughs> one we're talking about. That's I'm so sorry, but I'm into. So this photo that you sent over, and hopefully you'll post this one, is really yeah. like whoever designed this photo with the the stripes of the colors and that. I love it. I'm into it. Yeah, they're getting like hated on. Like everyone's like, screw this. And I feel the same way that you do. I think they look great. It's I'm even into the ombre 20. (laughs) Yeah. It's not (laughs) bad. I love that you just use ombre referencing (laughs) the sports uniform. That's amazing. Um the, I think it's great. So meatballs, write in, if you're still listening, um, write in and let us know what you think of the uniforms and then I'll post your responses. Just because I feel like, A, if you're listening and you're at home with someone that loves sports, guess what? You have something new to talk about at dinner tonight. Um, 
Right? Um, yeah, this is going to be my conversation go-to for at least a week now. Um, so yeah, I I think you and I both vote yes. I feel like the rest of Los Angeles votes no on the new uniforms, but it's okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, also, if you're looking, I personally, I think the coach of the um, Rams is also very cute. So you should. He actually was just interviewed on ESPN. So you can watch an interview of him at home on ESPN from today talking about the whole season for the LA Rams. Their first game is with the Dallas Cowboys, which is like a big kind of anyone that plays the Cowboys. I feel like it's like a big deal just because they're kind of a yeah. oh, He and, is cute. Yeah. Isn't he cute? <laughs> yes. I just Googled yeah. him. Sean, hello. Yeah, now you're a Rams fan. There you go. Wow. You're welcome. I'm a <laughs> Exactly. So, guys, if you don't like football, just like the Rams for their head coach. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Stacy, do you have anything else coming up that you want to, you know, put out there or say to the meatballs before oh, I... Oh, gosh. I have said so much. I've talked your ear off. Thank you so much for giving me this platform to just tell my story. And, you know, um, I think that my overall arching message always is that I feel that everybody is worth worthy of, of movement and feeling good and feeling sexy and feeling strong. And, um, you know, if you're struggling with that, then you come take one of my classes and I will help you through that. (laughs) Oh man. I love that so much because I mean, that's the reason why I teach. That's the reason why I take other people's classes when I'm not feeling I have enough strength to do it myself. So I definitely know we're very appreciative and grateful for everything that you've done and that you're doing now. And you're just amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, girl, pimp yourself out and let everyone know where they can find you. All right. Okay. Get a a little piece of paper and write this down. Um, No, just follow me on Instagram at Stacey Beeman, S-T-A-C with an E-Y. And the Beeman is spelled be a man, although I am definitely a woman. So Stacey (laughs) Beeman. um, And then of course, follow us on Plyo Jam so you can see lots of videos of me and of Jacqueline and of Jason. Um, Yeah, that's enough. Just follow me those two places. That'd be awesome. Perfecto. perfecto. All right. Yeah. But that they met the perfecto, guys. That means fucking perfect in Italian. Um, which is what you are. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Meatballs, thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friends. Uh, thank you. This was awesome. And I, I hope. You guys learned a bunch of stuff about marketing and owning your own company and also just dealing with anxiety and body positivity. Um, if you have any questions, please email me at whatsyourjerseypodcast at gmail.com and I will send the questions to Stacy. Or if I can answer them, I'll, I'll answer them myself. Um, all right, guys. Have a great weekend. I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. This is What's Your Jersey and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was.